welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. The fourth chapter of Exodus gives us Moses' experience at the burning bush in which God commissioned him to the great task of providing leadership to the enslaved Israelite nation from their present condition into the land God had reserved for them. Moses had the natural questions of how such an undertaking could possibly be accomplished, but he allowed his unbelief to cause him to phrase his questions as objections. Nevertheless, God patiently soothed him with demonstrations of exactly how he should approach Pharaoh and what God would supply to help him. He turned Moses' rod into a snake and back again, He had Moses put his hand in his bosom and came out leprous. Then God healed him. But Moses persisted, and at last God's anger was kindled against him because of his final excuse. Moses said unto the Lord, I am not eloquent, neither heretofore nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant. But I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. And the Lord said unto him, Who hath made man's mouth? Or who maketh the dumb or deaf or the seeing or the blind? Have not I the Lord? The Hebrew for this phrase shed some light on why it was so offensive to the Lord. What Moses literally said was, I have never been a man of words, neither yesterday nor the day before. And in a sort of backhanded reproach to God, he added, not since thou hast spoken to thy servant, meaning this experience at the burning bush has done nothing to make me a better order. Then he added, I am heavy of mouth and slow of tongue, by which he probably meant he was not fluent enough in both Hebrew and Egyptian to act as an intermediary between the two. He was saying, I am not skillful enough with language to beat back all the points that will be raised against your plans, both from Pharaoh's court and the Israelites themselves, although he didn't have any difficulty arguing with God. The consequence of Moses' parade of objections was not that God relieved him of the task for which, in fact, he had been preparing Moses since his cradle floated among the Nile's bulrushes. What did happen was that God caused him to speak through an interpreter, which, as anyone who's ever been obliged to do it knows, is a difficult, awkward method of communicating at best. Moses' recalcitrance had long-term consequences, too. The office of high priest, with the sublime blessings and national honor and naturally carried, passed from Moses' shoulders and thus to his sons of Aaron's, along with part of Moses' calling. Moses' excuses likely cost a blessing to all his offspring throughout the many years of Israel's having high priest. It is also worth noticing how different Moses' responses were to God's visit than to his other actions as an Israelite. What had become of the patriotic spirit that had moved him to violently take the part of his fellow countrymen being beaten by an Egyptian? In typical human fashion, he found that it is easier to burn with carnal zeal than to stand under the anointing as God's man. He was not alone in this intransigence. The prince of the apostles, Peter, found he could lop off the high priest's ear in his self-righteous defense of Christ, but could not withstand the questioning of a maid when it was in the Lord's will for him to do so. Nevertheless, it stands to Moses' credit that he warmed to his task and went on to perform almost flawlessly the work God had given him to do. Yet this one experience can serve as an example to us of the wrong of offering excuses to God. From the day when Moses argued his inability with God, he became one of the most eloquent spokesmen Israel had, or any nation for that matter. 
We are in debt to him for the Ten Commandments, the giving of the law, the unanswerable truths he declared, and the frequent conflicts he had with various Israelite leaders. The lesson for us is to resist Moses' error. Our, I can't do this, or I can't do that, are as foolish as his was. The plaintive please send someone else so easily on our lips as it was his is not humility, it is unwillingness. The Lord wants us instead to rise above and see the champion he became in the later part of his life and carry out the work God has for us to do. You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.